0: Arizona Wine Podcast by Cody Vladimir Burkett
1: Hey guys, this is Cody, the Arizona Wine Monk I have no voice I'm Batman I'm the Arizona Wine Monk We're here in an RV In the middle of Pierce The RV is affectionately known as Walter White We are drinking the Sand Reckoner
0: 5 With BB-8 And Gary Gary. I was wondering when you were going to introduce me, but you (laughs) You decided to introduce the robot first. Everybody knows you, Gary. Everybody knows you. You overestimate your readership. Or listenership. Or both. (laughs) So. uh, As
1: far as I'm aware, this is a state fruit. 2012, so this is the same advantages of those, and I just finished reviewing and posted about today.
0: Which means this was harvested and made shortly before I arrived in Arizona. I <laughs> love me some sense. Weird drinking wine with you when you have no voice. Because usually you're just all loud and talking for the whole thing, and it's hard for me to get a word in edgewise, and now you're just kinda sitting there with your nose in the glass of wine going, Oh, I love this. And not saying anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to talk. It's something new and different for you. Fuck <laughs> on. Sure you
1: do. There. Mm-hmm. That's a little better. As the phlegm has been loosened. <laughs> this is grosso too. I think. A Brunello clone? Possibly. I'm pretty sure it is seem to remember him saying something that he had, that clone. But I could be wrong, too.
0: I could be, too. So. Are you texting? Nope.
1: So he has minions. Indeed. And tomorrow is another exciting day. and Rolf at Flying Leap and it's always a good time learn about brandy making and distilling I'm looking forward to piloting what looks like the spaceship <laughs> it looks like a spaceship reactor core in my imagination mm-hmm. the pictures I've seen just look so fantastic so sci-fi
0: it's beautiful in person too
1: well as it should be if it's a fucking spaceship interstellar drive it to be beautiful and practical Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, that that does have a good nose.
0: (laughs) This is going to be way too much fun.
1: (laughs) Sorry, say that again. (laughs) Yeah, I do get a little bit of cranberry and sort of cedar.
0: cedar and cranberry off of it, but,
1: yeah. BB, would you like to continue and elaborate your commentary? <laughs> I see.
0: idea if the microphone was actually picking that up or not
1: I think so I
0: looks like it excellent BB-8 is my drinking buddy when I'm down here alone in the RV he doesn't talk much but god damn he's thirsty Two. Wow.
1: Cranberry plum cedar. A little bit of pipe tobacco. Squadron leader stuff. Um. Which is a like Cavendish. A lot of Kia Burley blend, I believe. English style. Um, I haven't smoked that particular blend in almost a year. Hmm. I haven't really been smoking my pipe much.
0: I don't know if I ever had that one.
1: I don't think you did. Well, some uh, flavor note that I get in a lot of Arizona Sangiovese is that flavor that I. Echo slash aroma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At least all the Wocock Sangios are well, I don't know that anyone's growing in the Sangio and Snoida. Might be too cold.
0: I don't know. Todd grows damn near everything in all of his vineyards, so he's probably got something of it planted. Or had it planted at one point and ripped it out.
1: You got to ask him on that.
0: It goes very well with the bourbon we were just drinking.
1: So TJs, it was a crazy night, and we asked for a shot of Baker's Mark each. It's whiskey, actually. Nice. This is much better than my voice earlier today um, where I was I was doing or, early today I almost got into a car accident and did an acathist of not Thanksgiving uh, to the guardian angel the one's guardian angel and I had her read it all because she was like how's your voice and I'm just like it's doing it's just like horrid, and she's like yeah I'm gonna read this for us goodness for someone who is going to abandon me next month she's putting a lot of work in so maybe she <laughs> will I really should stop assuming that that's going to be the case despite history. Better to be pleasantly surprised than caught off guard. True. And we all know I've been caught off guard all the last times. Yep. One of the last times where Gary and I were cooped up in a room together was right after the Carapocalypse. And I was pretty miserable and snoring really
0: loudly. Oh, God, that was then. Okay, yeah. That's why he's no longer welcome to sleep within, like, two walls of me. But the bright side is because I'm no longer allowed to sleep within two walls of him, I get to knock off a bucket list item tonight, and that's sleeping in a fucking yurt. Because even though I have three beds in my little 22-foot RV... None of them are far enough away. Yep.
1: The bucket lists. Indeed. My bucket list is weird. That's what they're supposed to be. True. See, sleeping in a yurt. Um, I've actually knocked off quite a few of them. Because I had this bucket list and I created it when I was like 10. Which is why it's so weird. Um, like, sleeping in a yurt. Checked off. Raffed down the Grand Canyon. Raffed down part of it. That's half a check. (laughs) Um it's still technically part of the Grand Canyon if it wasn't the Grand Canyon National Park so it counts Uh, visit Istanbul checked off that last year Uh, see the Aurora Borealis connected to a fucking (laughs) Sangiovese learn about wine check, although that's something that you continuously check off because you never know everything Ever, ever, about wine. It's not like dinosaur paleontology or something where there's arguably finite things that you can learn uh, based on what's left behind. No, there, there's continuously things because not only does wine change every year, new AVAs pop up like Wilcox, thank God, as uh, an AVA. <laughs> or as I like to refer to it jokingly as the Duchy of Wilcox doesn't have a duke yet. Gary, wanna be a duke?
0: I don't see why not. Other than that whole, like, just wanting to be left the fuck alone thing.
1: Well, Well, no one
0: cares about dukes, so...
1: Yeah. It's not like you're, uh, an earl, or an alderman, or a count. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Her tissue. Ah, that was disgusting, but necessary. Anyway, yes, Gary, I proclaim you and my rule as king of the mountain. You are now the Duke of Wilcox.
0: Which is funny because I don't even live at Wilcox, but I'll take it.
1: A mobile duke. <laughs> yes. And specifically, of the Duke of the Wilcox AVA. we are technically still in, I believe. We are. Then James Callahan is the uh, Jarl of Sonoida. The fuck's a Jarl? It's a Norse word for Duke, essentially. Ah. Uh. So he likes Viking, so he's a Jarl. It's the Jarldom of Sonoida.
0: Sounds like you're gonna hack some more crap up out of your throat when you say that. Hurl? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shit, is he gonna hurl? Do I need to get the trash can?
1: Nah. Ain't that kind of allergy, son? (laughs) there's a camera here (laughs) (laughs) so it'll look really weird with me patting the San Giovese I know weirder than some of the other shit I've done I suppose
0: honestly I think that might be the least weird thing you've ever done because I mean have you seen your mustache yes I see it now
1: took a while for me to get used to it, because I'm like, what the fuck is this in my periphery? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm actually going to get it trimmed shorter a little time. It's still going to be long, but it's going to be shorter than it is now. Next time I go and get a beard trim,
0: make it even, it's a not even. <sighs> and then you need to start training all of it. To go out to the side instead of just the little bits on the outside. Exactly.
1: Part of the problem is these hairs here aren't as long as out here yet, so. Mm-hmm.
0: You use your funny little comb to comb the waxed mustache over to the side all the time. What are you getting on the palate? It's a good question. I don't remember. Excuse to drink some more of it. <laughs> oh, darn.
1: God, how dare we drink more and It's
0: chalky. Not as much of a fruit bomb as I would have expected. Yeah? From San Giovese. Even from twenty twelve, San say. Uh, the cherries are more like. Part of me wants to say intense and dried because I'm getting like a dried fruit character, but on the other hand, they're like soup. It's like a super light cherry on there, but more of like a dried plum. Yeah, like plum red cherry, red f- or not red fruit, but like blue fruit and black fruit, dried character.
1: Now, this is. I like this much more than the, uh, I think it was 2011 or 2012 Golden Rolls Angiovese that I bought.
0: The 11? It was the 11.
1: To mm-hmm. I me, mean, it's a year older. But that had, I felt like more fruit than this. Mm-hmm. Well, this still has got a decent 10 in amount, too, I feel. Well, uh, then again, if this is a different clone
0: then it'll totally be a completely different wine.
1: Especially if this is indeed Grosso.
0: I know for a fact that nothing at Golden Roll is Grosso. Of course it's not. Uh, I think Zarpara's maybe is Grosso. I know. But even if it isn't, they get the color and intensity of Grosso out of it. Yeah. Every year, and it's
1: beautiful. Yeah, well, there, San Joe's, definitely one of my favorites on the state consistently. Uh, that and Sand Reckoner, and. The Freitas one I had was definitely dark like this, but.
0: I don't think I had that one. You
1: don't want to have that one. It actually was the first. Horror. it was the first Sangiovese they would never drink again that's unfortunate still better than like a Pinot Noir or that sort of thing but it's still it's like for San Sangiovese this is disappointing this is not what I expected what happened who dropped the ball I had a Pinot Noir that I really enjoyed recently I was well, We would have been too shit-faced to drink that after this anyway I still have the other pachyderm. Yes. We'll save that for next time you come up to the Verde in two weeks. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, reminds me, I need to uh, get those. Uh, not those, but that bottle of
0: Sauvignon Blanc. There you go. Uh-huh. The Pinot Noir I had... I was with James and Mark out at Rune, and it was given to James as a trade from a friend of his who's also a winemaker up in Oregon. And so James gave him a case of wine. Winemaker friend gave James a case of wine. That was all Pinot Noir, and the one bottle we opened was very good. That's the first time I can really say that about Pinot. Yeah, I'm sure the Costa Brown that James made that we had that one night was fantastic, but I don't remember it, and I kick myself to this day for it.
1: Unlike me, it was cursed with this ability to remember, almost mm-hmm. photographically, every single wine I've ever drank, no matter how shit faced I was at a given time, which can be a bad thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, extent. it's like, Hey Cody, have you heard of this? And he's like, yeah, we drank that together. Like, did we? Yeah, we did. that like, was in the garage, and it was this, and it was that, and you said it was this, and I'm like, fuck, I can't remember any of that.
1: The wine he's referencing, by
0: the way, is the Keeling Schaefer shafer a
1: blanc or Puzzle Vine. Um... Which also was the f- first disappointing peek-a-pull I've had.
0: The one he <coughs> has currently in his tasting room is not terrible, it's not fantastic, but for the price per bottle, it's worth it. And it is so much better on the second day.
1: Oh. Huh. I wonder if that's a mistake we made with our bottle.
0: It could be. Uh, I drank about two glasses of it the first day I had it, and then I killed the bottle the second day, and it was night and day a better wine the second day.
1: I may have you get a bottle of that for me. Shit, you... That's right, you owe me something for something, right?
0: Yes, I owe you for the uh, Caduceus. Shit, just get me bottles in exchange.
1: I can make that happen. Here, down here, let me get a bottle of the fucking uh, Rossiano from uh, Bodega Pierce in that peak pool.
0: Maybe. I can make those happen. It may take me a little while, because I have to... For some of those, I will probably have to kiss some ass, but... Yeah, I can make it happen. And... Hey.
1: Probably what I'm going to be spending that money on anyway, so it's wine, so in my cellar, which is now at after tonight and after the port night, after those, and hold on,
0: ha ha ha,
1: shit I need to get to 200 I want to keep that at like 200 if possible within reason even then that's probably too high a number for that space gotta get that wine fridge fixed
0: my wine cellar is that white cooler right there
1: That's some handy wine cooler. Yeah, it's got that Wilcox dust, but there's a definite sort of chalky, leathery thing to it, too. hmm I feel like we could have decanted this for a lot longer, decanted it in a better decanter,
0: and not a uh,
1: shaker tin. Yeah, desperate times, desperate measures Yep Like I said, I'm going to get you the uh, Govino decanter for Christmas So Appreciate it Uh, Might be the one that comes with two glasses So if you don't want more glasses, you can always send them with me Yeah,
0: I don't need any more Govinos
1: I feel like you could definitely use them more out here, though, than I could
0: I already got three I rarely have more than one person over, so...
1: Three is a good and holy
0: and righteous number. hmm And I do keep a couple of stemmed glasses around, because, well, I'm me. So. That right there is five. Then I got a couple of old, like, jelly jar-style glasses that I keep around, which are also good for drinking wine out of, so... I have no shortage of glassware right now. Speaking of which, you can take that wine to Wilcox glass back with you too. I don't need that one either. Okay. What will Eight drink out of? We'll find something for him. Like I just said, I keep around at least two stemware glasses. so
1: What? She's not going to make a comment about that? I don't feel like it was one you last?
0: Perhaps. Hang on a second. There you go.
1: It's way too much fun. <laughs> way too much fun. Right. I almost weren't sure we were going to record this today, or if this was going to be (coughs) a phone, because uh, for some reason my laptop wouldn't boot up. It got a black screen, and then turns out that this is apparently a common thing in Sony Vios that never happened to me before, and just was a matter of taking the battery out and putting it back in and resetting in a certain way. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? Have we, tried to doing, mind. Yeah, have we tried doing that for America? Well, arguably, that's what we're doing.
0: Indeed. I have said since Homeboy became the presumptive nominee months and months and months ago, like, well, maybe if he gets elected, it'll make everyone come together and say holy shit, this can never happen again. Yeah. So, we'll find out.
1: Wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if we all came together. Yeah. There was an actual Protestant theologian that came in Echo uh, yesterday. Can't remember his name for the fucking life of me. apparently he's got like a book or something out. He was telling me about it, but I can't remember. Because allergy meds. He was like Matrix, yes it is. Do you want some more? <laughs> And
0: of course, the fifth element there. Yeah. I have a fun Protestant theologian story also. Not mm. from the selection there. Really? Yes. Oh. Oh, not from the
1: selection. I thought you said <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. not for the selection. I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like you know, if you look at Judges and Samuel. The Israelites are like, We want a king. We want a king. We want a king like all the other people. God, give us a king. Why don't you give us a king? Give us a king. Give us a king. What? Not like that, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay. You really want this? You really want this? Here you go. Have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Enjoy having exactly what you wanted. And. Now, that's kind of a, a form of, one of the forms in which God's judgment comes forth upon his chosen people, is giving them exactly what they want, and then realizing that then that, oh God, what have we done to ourselves? And so he was of the viewpoint that the Trump victory is... Uh, Basically, yes, it's God's judgment in America, truly, and this is God giving America exactly what it wants, and saying, okay, go have fun. (laughs) I'll be here when you need me, type thing, and, and you know, thinking about a lot of the Old Testament, it does cycle that way a lot. Indeed. God gives everyone what they want, things are great, and then the shit hits the fan, because God gave them exactly what they wanted and then turning back and repenting and so on. And so oh. It's going to be interesting, to say the least.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the theologian I had a interesting conversation with. But I was in a bar in Durham, Irish pub, lovely place with myself being a science student and four seminary students at duke and we're all drinking we're all three to four beers in at this point and they start arguing about translations of the bible and i post on twitter like i'm at a bar Drinking with a bunch of seminarians and they're arguing about translations of the Bible. And if I even read the damn thing, it's going to be the message because, well, it's fun to read. And some prominent theologian who several of my friends back there were fanboys of replied to me, Said, yeah, that's what we all read when we're not arguing about it, too. That's wonderful. Oh my goodness. The next day, I go to church, and the pastor, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, goes, Dude, do you realize what happened last night? And, like, I was drinking with a bunch of seminary students. No. It's like, Homeboy theologian read he reposted your thing and replied to you. That's big! I'm like, okay. Who in the hell is he? <laughs> Turns out he's got some books and shit like that, but... Notable Protestant theologian. That's pretty legit. Had a one-time conversation with me on Twitter.
1: Pretty Legit. I like the theologians that come into the tasting room because, for one, they tend to be not stuffing it up tight. And it's happened once before where there was another Catholic theologian that came in. Lay Catholic theologian, lay Franciscan. Not an actual monk, but lay monastic. Because you can do that in Catholicism. Um, Reminds me of another story. Did you hear about the two... Catholic seminarians that came in looking for me. No. They were looking for the wine monk. Apparently when they met me, they were a little disappointed.
0: What were they expecting? A hood and a bald spot? You're halfway there for one of them. Uh The (laughs) hood? Oh, no, you're not Dave. You don't have that much of a bald spot. No, no.
1: I've got... Permanent
0: hat hair is what I've got.
1: (laughs) And I guess I could be getting this sort of forward baldness, but... I don't know...
0: Scalp check. Scalp check. Oh, yeah, you're you're thinning back there. Ah, well, who cares? It's all under a hat anyway. You're not Catholic, so you wouldn't need to shave that spot of your head if you became a monk. So.
1: Well, Orthodox monks just grow their hair out. Because they're supposed to show unworldliness. They get, don't give a damn about what they look like.
0: So they're hipsters. I guess. I don't give a damn about what I look like but I really do give a damn about what I look like and I give a damn about giving a damn about what I look like
1: see the difference is those last two steps are kind of missing when you don't have much of a wardrobe other than black robes kind of don't have to
0: worry about accessorizing it's handy have you seen the bullshit giant gold crosses they wear? Those are priests, not monks. Okay. Or bishops. Like, I have never seen a gaudier, more, like, Fibonacci priest in Fibonacci my life. Fibonacci, not the word you're <laughs> looking for. No. Fibonacci. This is a fucking gay piano player. That sounds like Fibonacci. I, I know it's not Fibonacci, but... No, Fibonacci was the mathematician. Uh, Liberace? Liberace, there we go. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not often wrong, but when I am, it's funny. It's spectacular when you're wrong. Like, when you corrected
1: me on the po- Port Podcast, and you're like, what? no, ha."
0: Pounce
1: Yep The is I don't mind being corrected mm-hmm. if I'm tss. A done with something I care about Or B not done in a way that makes me Feel like I'm a fucking moron
0: Well shit I need to get to work then
1: Clearly Another sender is this story Valentine's Day last year Or maybe it was two years ago, whatever it must have been two years ago Because we had the Sangiovese from uh are in our tasting room Our passion the Guy comes in and I was like, oh, I want to try red So I was like, okay, fine I was like, yeah, I'm going to pour you the Sangiovese It's extra, no, 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 no It's like, this is sweet I'm like, well, no, it's fermented dryness it's sweet. You don't fucking know shit. You're just here to fucking sell bottles. You don't care about wine. Classic asshole. And so, the fucking wine monk asked us after I'd started that. I'm just like, oh no, you fucking didn't. You didn't mean asshole to me? Okay. Snap, crackle pop. So I can't crack my knuckles. Um, I'm gonna be an asshole to you. That's right. I'm so sorry. You just nailed me right on the head. You're clearly right. Tell me about this wine, if since you are clearly the expert. Tell me what I need to know. That just—he just gave me like
0: the look of death. On the
1: air and I hear just smiling and beaming, smiling and beaming.
0: And if I remember correctly, I went up to the tasting room that day and heard from other associates who were working there like, don't talk to Cody right now. He's in the back because someone told him he didn't know what he was doing about wine. And I hear glasses breaking like, yeah, I'm going to stay out here. (laughs) Because I was furious. Like, I am not on the clock right now. I am not talking you down. It's like...
1: If you're a Somali who tells me I don't know shit, that's okay, because it's coming from a fucking expert. And I know that what what that means is, okay, you're going to actually sit down and probably teach me something. But if you're an average asshole who comes in and tells me that I don't know nothing about something that I've devoted more than half my life to, essentially, when it comes to at least researching drinking wine, then... Fuck you up the ass with a totem pole. (laughs) Or more PC alternative. Or, you know, with a broomstick and then you can just, you know, sweep the floor on your way out. (laughs) Anyway. Swine is opening up really nice.
0: The nose isn't really opening up all that much. The palate is, though.
1: More different dried fruits than just uh, plum and cranberry. There's a little bit of cherry in there, a little bit of anise, a little bit of rosemary. It's less chalky now, less dusty. It is less chalky. But I like the chalk so do I I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all mm-hmm. I love the stupid little old bottling line that's just sitting on the the uh, crush pad at Passion looks like a Martian rover
0: oh is that the oh yeah that's just the capsular or the spinner yeah
1: and it's just
0: has it gotten rid of the rest of that bottling line yet I have no idea. I don't think so. That makes two years. I've been telling him, dude, sell this for scrap, get it out of your way, because your space is more valuable than what you might get for it if you can find a buyer.
1: But I like it because it looks like a lander.
0: It's
1: like surveying the landscape as a first day in the sunrise. It's
0: landed in an alien landscape that will clock save Yeah, it's like, a, it's like one of the Lost in Space robots. Yeah. It's like classic sci-fi shit. Or I was reading something years and years and years ago about people de- starting to develop robots. And like, people don't want robots like Star Wars that just walk around and beep at you or talk to you. They want... Things that ended up being, like, Siri and Alexa and all that jazz. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? No, I want R2-D2.
1: I want R2-D2 that does laundry.
0: That'd be nice. So, C-3PO, then. Yeah. I'm sure he would do laundry for you. I totally want R2-D2 or BB-8, like, hanging out with me. Screw this whole like oh yeah we'll just build the artificial intelligence into something you already carry, and call it a day. Like no, give me something I can tell hey you go do this task, and have it do the task. That would be awesome. That would be very awesome. C-3PO, go prune the vineyard for me.
1: You poop. <laughs> you have to teach you how to prune first, for sure. Easy. Second bud.
0: chance to do the second do you know, yet? Out at San Reckoner? Not yet. I
1: really want to that. I really hope it does well here. I do as well. I think Emil is planning it
0: in the Verde. Hmm. I've got a handful of people down here who have mentioned needing my input for what to plant, and I have said Sagrantino every time. So hopefully in about four years, I'll start getting fruit from those folks. I'm not mentioning their names, because, well, I get first dibs on fruit. Bitches! Maybe by then I'll
1: finally be ready to buy fruit. And I'll be like, here's your French columbar. Fuck! I'll just make the best damn French columbard I can? Still better? The worst French columbard is still better than the best Concord. Probably.
0: Yes, vinegar is still better than Concord.
1: Another herb note that's coming out on this. I'm trying to figure out what the hell it is. It's like a fennel or tarragon or something. Uh huh. I get up early tomorrow. Yeah, you do. Uh, my alarm is set for six thirty. I won't be up. Damn, was I was going
0: to use a shower somewhere. I'm still in the process of resealing my shower. So oh, damn. Yes. Not usable tomorrow. At least not until tomorrow night. That's what sponge baths are for. <laughs> also, for the record, the bathroom door in here doesn't close. Oh. So, that makes things awkward.
1: Yeah, I guess. We don't want rumors to start flying. Indeed, and Lord knows, my girlfriend already asked if I. She had to worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I thought hysterical. It's like you're, you're not worried about like my actual cute, like single female friends. <laughs> you're worried about the married
0: guy. Really Whoa. funny. I saw Lisa about a month ago. She goes, So tell me about this rose chick. You yeah. know? Badass single mom. She goes, No one told me she has kids. That's totally safe. Okay. She goes, so tell me about this Cami chick. I go, another badass single mom. She goes, Okay, cool. I condone all of this. <laughs>
1: for those who aren't aware at home, Gary has a phobia of children. Not so much a phobia, it's more like a tree beard type treatment. I don't know.
0: No, but just, you all are what you're saying, because, but you all are very small. I would say it's more of a, just a general dislike <laughs> for children, for the most part. There are exceptions, but for the most part, I really don't want to deal with your kids. At all.
1: It's weird, because I feel like I've kind of found a unicorn, because messes thirty, hasn't been married. You now, obviously wants to get married, wants kids, but more importantly, does not have the thirty-two cats that most single Orthodox women have at thirty,
0: and as well
1: not, as the bitterness that most single Orthodox women under thirty
0: seem to have. And does not have children already.
1: No, well, she's never been married.
0: That's not stopping anyone else.
1: Oh should theoretically stop you if you're orthodox and good about it. Theoretically. Theoretically. But... It's like... And she's liberal. Politically. I mean, I'm kind of in between... Slash apathetic, slash tree beard about my politics. Side I'm on nobody's side, because nobody is on
0: my side. And you are very small.
1: <laughs> um And she's probably more liberal than I am in a lot of ways, but I I don't know what her opinion is on gun control, I haven't asked. Don't really care. But anyway. That's just like mostly well-adjusted single Orthodox woman in her 30s. What the hell?
0: If she turns out not to be batshit shit crazy, that could be certainly a unicorn. Yeah.
1: Well, she's a little crazy, but good crazy like I am. Her crazinesses are kind of compatible. That's good. As far
0: as I can tell. As opposed to, uh, the last one. God. Your crazies were not compatible at all. No.
1: No, they were not. Then there's a reason why we tacked on Apocalypse to her name.
0: Patten is catchy. Oh shit, I was thinking about the wrong one. There's I was thinking about the one before her. Oh, which one before her? Oh, Michelle? Yes. God. I, I was thinking about actually her next. crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. I still know damn near nothing about Kara, but... And it's for the best. I've heard. Man.
1: God, Michelle. Oh, my God, what a train wreck. What a long-drawn-out train wreck the breakup was, too. Jesus Christ. Superstar. Son of God, have mercy on me and her. Sinners both. But anyway. uh, It's past. It's gone. I'll never find it. I'll never find it. It's more like I just don't care. She still, like, snarks on posts and me, like, oh, you're drunk again? Or, oh, you were drinking last night? Like, every night? And I'm like... Yeah, and? Part of the I want to do that, but also, I don't actually drink every single night. Or I don't drink because I'm too tired from work. <laughs> or I'll have a glass of water or a glass of coffee instead of anything else. Because I don't feel like wine. Or maybe I'll have just a glass. I think she's under the assumption that I like, drink a whole bottle every night or something. I don't understand. What you don't? Every night. Slacker. I know. Teach me your ways. <laughs> oh great and beneficent carry, Duke of Wilcox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't have to move ever to the Midwest. <laughs> I remember your terrified question. Like, why the fuck are you looking at grapes in Rhode Island? Yep. It's so, well, on the off chance I visit. I want to know what's there, so that way I can bring trade bottles. you know no one in Arizona is growing Balfranco except for like Laughlin it actually kind of surprises me that no one in Chino is growing it or in the Verde seems like those could be doable places for the grape perhaps I need to do more research but
0: on paper anyway from what little I know uh, my freshman year college roommate Lives in Rhode Island now. Where? Fuck if I know. I mean, the whole state's is si- the size of my RV, so it wouldn't be hard to find. Look for a stunning redhead married to a tall, lanky dude with male pa- pattern baldness, and you're like dude, are you really only 30? Like, yeah. Oh, okay, you must be Greg.
1: I'll keep that in mind when I go. Ah. Uh. I kind of wish that it was a moonless night tonight,
0: (coughs) because
1: I imagine the stars out here are fucking
0: amazing. Indeed. Way better than that house that Jason bought in Wilcox. What it is with people in Wilcox putting street lights in their backyards. Stupid.
1: So stupid. I mean, stand outside and look at the glory of. Creation on a fucking streetlight. <laughs> Again, folks like you and I about bi- it are perhaps biased about that sort of thing. Indeed, that's just how it works. How it goes. This, like, decadent, juicy pork chops. I was thinking steak.
0: Ribeye. Has to be a ribeye. I wouldn't generally pair Sangio with a steak. Well, let's be honest, I would generally pair Sangio with damn near anything because I like drinking Sangio. But generally, I wouldn't think it would be an ideal pairing for a steak. But this would go quite well with something juicy and fatty. Nice ribeye steak with a big old hunk of herb butter, fra- foie gras on top. Yeah. Definitely. And for the beacon pairing, they can just eat their tofu and sadness. Tofu <laughs> and
1: sadness.
0: Sounds like the name of a band. <laughs> I have nothing against tofu, I really love it, but sometimes I'm trying to cater to dietary preferences it pisses me off. especially when they're not medically necessary. Yeah.
1: And if it is, it's one thing.
0: you an enjoyable meal. What you think, Amit? saw circulating a while ago was from this anti-hunter probably vegan person going I can't believe you hunters go and kill for your meat why don't you just go to the grocery store where meat comes already pre-packaged and nothing had to die Uh... Uh... That right there is why we've got Donald Trump as a president.
1: What? What? Wow. Although... Did you see the article with advances in cloning, like cloning a single muscle cell or something, could make a slab of steak or something? Yes. I kind of think that that would be an awesome way to go. In a world where cows are just as much (laughs) responsible for global warming with methane farts... Yeah. ...as we are with our automobiles, I think that that would be... An ecologically sound way to do meat.
0: Sign me up. I'll be on the test panel for it. <coughs> save me hair. I'll, I'll be like be the first person to shell out my hard-earned cash in the grocery store for a lab-grown steak.
1: I think that that would be a, a, a very good thing. and then that raises the, the question for vegans like okay are you just doing this because you know, here's a way where an animal wasn't harmed except for maybe the kin prick where that cell was gotten from but the cell didn't die the cell didn't die and likely the, the cow wouldn't have felt much pain Oh, it's like, okay, well, here's ethically sourced meat.
0: A friend of mine and former employer learned about the uh, branch of vegans that only eat things that are fruits, so that not even the plant has to die. And he goes, do you know any of those? Because I would really love to meet one so I can make fun of them in person.
1: It's a very Ron Swanson thing to do. I want to send a letter. How much does it cost to send a letter to Canada? Who's going to? Canada. I want to say I hate
0: them. He sends the letter to the vegan. Have you seen this episode?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I've never seen a single episode of that. Oh my gosh, you would enjoy it so much. I keep hearing that about TV shows, and I get one episode in, and I'm like, fucking bored. Start on Parks and Rec Season 2. Don't bother with Season 1, start at Season 2.
1: That's where it starts on a stride. Because you and Lone Swanson would get along. You're like the non-Republican Ron Swanson in a lot of ways I think I but anyway he's like he sends a, a letter to like this vegan restaurant or something and tells them like they're whistles or whatever and, and the owner of the restaurant like comes in to the to him and yells at him and Ron's just like stoic face whatever and he says something and then the response is... Frank was like, you, you actually signed your real address on that? And I was like, of course, why would I be afraid of a vegan? <laughs> and that being said, I am vegan for part of the year, as I am Eastern Orthodox,
0: so I am allowed to make fun of these, and therefore myself. I am not Eastern Orthodox, nor am I vegan for part of the year, and I freely make fun of him while he is.
1: Yep. Of course, the difference is I'm not doing it out of this idea of, like, oh, me, it's murder. It's like...
0: <sighs> it's lunch again. Uh, damn. Hey, Cody, you want to come down? I'm making the sink. Oh, <coughs> oh I'm sorry.
1: You've never mind. Invited, invited me for
0: steak. <laughs> yes, I have. I don't
1: make steak often. course, oh. my response would be hell yeah. hmm Even during Lent. I mean, you remember bacon Palooza?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Friggin' bacon wrapped pecan pie. I still have dreams about that pie. It was like in the middle of Lent and I'm like, eh, fuck it. But on that note, we should probably hit the sack. Probably should. Uh, so I'm gonna get up early. I can sleep in a yurt. Hey, yurt. It's a pretty sweet yurt. It, it is. is. I'll try and get a picture of it tomorrow. All righty, gang. Till next time. This is Cody and Gary and (laughs) BB8. Signing off.